Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Well, hey, everybody. What's going on? This is uh, Chris here. It's Hulkbusters Call. It's Monday night. Uh, this is call 580. And... It looks like we got uh, Adam Miller here. Cool, man. Del Paul, cool. Rich Destroy, right on. Question on reality, right on. Sovereign 18, yes. And Nova Scotian, yes, yes. Yeah, cool. All right. So it is the 9th of, uh, what is it, April? Yeah, April. Right. So, Adele Cross says, shout out from the pub, man. Yeah. Guys are hanging out at the pub over there and uh, I think over in Ireland. Yeah, so we're moving and shaking here. We're, nation- we're global. We're worldwide and broadcasting out. And it looks like some folks showed up. So, yeah, so anyway, I've been on this sort of hiatus here. And uh, in case uh, you're listening, or maybe you're listening the first time, and you didn't know I got my blog taken down recently, and my YouTube channel taken down recently, and that's because uh, it was a violation of Google, GooTube, YouTube's um, policy against harassment. So. Was I harassing people? Uh, no, I wasn't. Not according to, yeah, whatever the definition of harassment is that you can find anywhere out there. I mean, it was uh, in in relation to putting out the idea that, uh, yeah, there's there's the media. And then there's these events that appear in the media, and they may not be um, uh, on the up and up. They may be fake. So what that would suggest is that uh, there are people who are acting as victims that aren't victims. But then YouTube will say, oh, that's harassing them when you suggest that. I mean, you don't have to even actually contact somebody directly to harass them. It's a very strange definition of harassment. Putting out, an, putting out an opinion or your own particular assessment of something is now harassment. So, um, yeah, that's how if you're in a alleged democracy or alleged uh, egalitarian society or whatever, but you're really not, and you want to practice censorship like they say they do in other bad countries where they have dictators and stuff. Well, not here in the USA. We can't practice censorship. So, But we are under this thing called law and legal system, 
And um, and I've pointed out before about this thing with the law. It's like, uh, yeah, you got to define your terms, and yeah, it's, um, it's it's very much arbitrary and selectively enforced. And and if you want to set up shop as a you know presenting yourself as a private corporation, which YouTube is not, they're Google. Google is the NSA. The NSA is the government. They they get crap tons of taxpayer money, no doubt. Uh, they're piped directly in. They're they got a direct pipeline into the government. They work closely, hand in glove with the government. I mean, but they're only private as far as their outward image or their outward appearance goes, and that's why it's important not to get hung up on terminology like corporate government public private or public private partnerships because there there really is no actual real distinction when you when you really get to the truth of the matter about this stuff and I'm doing this right now from a cell phone And it's locking me out. <clears throat> or the screen the screen uh, turns off. I was looking at the chat here. Anyway, I got it back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, that's how you do it in this country. You don't call it censorship. That's what you do. You just, you know, you, you have polite. Everybody's very polite. Everybody's very sensitive nowadays about feelings. Very extremely, uh, very extremely sensitive about feelings, and that's because we've been trained to be. That's important to know too, because when I was growing up, I remember there would be a lot of politically so-called politically incorrect talk. I mean, the comedians and you know. Stuff would be televised, television shows and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I was hanging out at, uh, I'm in Lawton right now. Earlier last week, I was hanging out at Brian's uh, dad's house, or Dr. Cluster, Dr. Uh, Fuster Cluck. Um, and there was a television program that was popular in the 90s, and it was on television uh, in re repeat obviously so uh what was it the name of it uh living color or something like that yeah so it was a, a comedy show that come on the weekends and i was you know so you know sitting there watching it and uh it's like wow this is pr- pretty politically incorrect definitely by uh today's standard well what does that even mean it's like uh one aspect of it is, is is this sort of like I was talking about this hi, hyper uh, sensitization towards certain ideas. So uh, that you know has has kind of developed recently, where it's like, um, yeah, you'll have this very uh, pronounced response to anything that's kind of suggestive of racism or anything like that. But this this particular show. I mean, it had uh, black 
comedians, had, you know, white comedians or whatever, just a, a ray, uh, mixed race thing. But still, at the same time, it was like really jokes around the time. When was this out in the 80s or not 80s, maybe in the early 90s? And uh, it's just interesting to see how kind of um, far along we've progressed with this um, cultural shift over to like this this really high degree of sensitivity toward anything that's racist or anything that's like uh, sexist or anything like that. So um, I, I haven't watched television in a long time. I mean, as far as like having a television and watching it on the regular, I, of course, I just was watching TV. I just said I was, but and I mean, you know, to get a good assessment of kind of what's typical now, and but I, I do have the impression that yeah things have changed considerably, and I think the reason being is it's a it's a method of control. I mean, if you can position things a certain way, you can see where it opens the door for just um, you know censoring people. It's like oh well, you know we need to, we need to have this uh, heightened, elevated sense of. Uh, protecting and guarding other people's feelings. So, you know, we need to be hyper vigilant about that. It's like, why? I mean, all of a sudden, like, what is, oh, we'll see now we have the internet and uh, uh, children are being bullied and, 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 and uh, they're, they're hanging, they'll go and hang themselves if they get too upset about being bullied. So now we need to crack down on any and everything and everybody. Stuff like, I mean, that is the sort of thing. And that's where we've kind of like, it, it seems like it, it, how things have been pushed in this direction. It's like through the media, through I believe like uh, a lot a lot of it has to do with fake stories and perception management. And so that, you know, you can make a proposal or you're proposing something or you're entering something in the, in the so-called conversation, the collective conversation that we, you know, we supposedly all have to kind of like be engaged in on some level, but then no, it's, it's, it's really a, what it really in actuality is, is it's this um, perception management regimen that we all uh, are, are uh being subjected to and it works over um you know a period of time extended periods of time till you're conditioned gradually into accepting new ideas and i think we're kind of at the point where this sort of um hypersensitivity here that i was talking about uh and two, you know, you include feminism into this and uh, social justice movement, so-called, into this. And and then it kind of get, gets to the point where it's like, um, it, you know, going into this question, questioning the media even can become, uh, you become a violator of this, this new standard. So that it's like, oh, well, you know, just by having this opinion, you are going to upset somebody so deeply and so greatly that they could they could have, uh, I guess, P PTSD, you know.
so yeah, we also have this uh, you know cult, culture of uh, yeah mental illness and all that, and defining things and categorizing things, and um, you know a lot of people you know get diagnosed, have PTSD or stress-related issues. And so it's a matter of life. So what the point is, it's a matter of life and death, right? You know, so something's got to be done. Something's got to be done. Like it used to in the past, it would be like, okay, yeah. If, uh, if uh, you know, this comedian on the, on the television is bothering you so much, uh, change the channel or maybe turn the television off. Try that. That's what you would be suggested to you, like, uh, yeah, Richard Pryor, uh, just, you know, he talks about, here's my feelings, he talks about white people, and uh, I, I, don't, I don't really like what he's saying about white people, uh, it's upsetting. Uh, yeah, don't buy his album and, and listen to it then, because that's what, yeah, comedy routines would be on albums back in the day, whatever. Is it, uh, but it's Richard Pryor, I, I gotta, it's like, no, you don't have to listen to it. You don't have to, but then, but see, we have the, uh, unfettered access of the internet to any and all comers. And it's quite clear that there's not many, many people putting a lot of restrictions on their children too much or anything like that. So it's kind of like, it, it, it kind of also kind of pushes people into this collective, you know? Oh, we got to clean up the internet. We got to make it safe for the children. Well, how about just like uh, keep your kid off of it? No, no. It's like, oh, they're going to get on the internet. It's like, um, okay, yeah, so you got to censor and shut down things. So I can put a, oh, by the way, yeah, I got a, a let me uh, unmute, no, not so Freemason. And, uh, da da. So, um, yeah, I have the hoaxbusterscall.com is not gone. It's uh, not the old blog. That one's gone, I guess. That can't be recovered. I I think everybody that helped out, like, trying to, like, see if they can uh, salvage the old blog or parts of it. But, um, yeah, I, I guess there's no way to recover it unless I could get back into my account somehow or another, but I haven't really been trying too hard. I haven't been on the internet a whole lot. I've been, but the time I've been spending on the internet, I've been working on putting up a new blog and it was, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, a process. And, um, so I got it up there. I got it working. It's a WordPress blog, what have you. And um, so, you know, you go to hoaxbusterscall.com and it would take you to the blog. It was working fine. And then I go check it the next day and it's like, no, it's not working. So I don't know what happened. So I had, so I went back in there. When did I do this? Today? Did I go to did I do this today? I guess I did, yeah. And I put... Um, uh, just redirect scripts into all the directories so that, you know, I, I don't know what was going on. Like it would put it into a, anyway, not to get into all this technical stuff, but anyway, yeah. It, so it works anyway. 
um, even WWW works now. So um, for some reason, it was I, I don't know what the deal was. It was redirecting out of that when you put I, I don't know whatever. Um, it, so it, it apparently is working now. So yeah, and it's a new blog, so there's not much content on it. And you can check it out at hooksbusterscall.com. So, uh, yeah, I was on about this kind of new climate, this new atmosphere. And I think this is just going to get progressively uh, more pronounced as uh, time goes on. And I think that having my YouTube channel pulled and my blog pulled, other people have had this happen, um, and it's under the same kind of pretext. I know, like, Jay had some issues with, like, Facebook, just, like, banning him for using the word, I think he used the word tranny or something. I was like, oh, can't do that. You might hurt somebody's feelings, and we got to shut you down. Well, I thought you had free speech. It's like, no, no, no. See, now somebody might be a transsexual and they might die. They might take a bunch of pills or something because they got so upset about Jay using the word tranny. So we're saving lives. It's like, oh, really? I mean, that's the that's what's implied out there. It's like, you know, because that's to kind of backtrack here. That That's why you would you would see these. uh Stories appear over and over in the media about people committing suicide. Oh, they got bullied on the internet. Oh, I just can't handle it. It's like, are you fucking serious? Anybody that did that by getting bullied on the internet, you know, committed Harry Carey, just killed themselves. I can't take it. It's like, it wasn't because of the internet. It's because they had probably a bunch of other crap going on in their life outside the internet too. Because why, I mean, golly, man. Half the planet would be dead by now if that was cause for really killing yourself to get to have people attack you on the internet. It was like, man, yeah. Um, I was going to say check out my YouTube channel, but it's gone. <clears throat> no, I wasn't crying there. I had a frog in my throat. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's uh, saved somewhere I got a link to I believe the YouTube videos I haven't checked out that uh, down I appreciate um, uh, yeah whoever did that I forget who did the who did what somebody did the the, the BitTorrent thing and somebody did the uh, um, I think it was uh, Jordan that did the uh, he had he had the uh, videos so yeah anyway they're linked to they're linked at hoaxbusterscall.com. So now there's a blog there, and now I make some posts. And I made a post recently with um, that I saw at questioningourreality.blogspot.com. And by the way, yeah, I want to put put links back up to all those different sites. I'm going to get around to it. Uh, sites of interest, and that's one that I like to frequent. And uh, YouTube is 
going to, I guess, partner up with Wikipedia and anybody that puts a conspiracy video up, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to put links with it to give you the real dope on whatever it is. Like for instance, if somebody's like putting up uh, a video of like maybe the air bubbles coming out of the uh, so-called international space station when they're doing the spacewalk saying, Hey, there's not supposed to be bubbles in space. Maybe they're in the neutral buoyancy lab. Then, then YouTube will have a link to the Wikipedia talking about how space is real, I guess. I don't know. Or what are they going to put a link to on that? (laughs) Air bubbles in space. I don't think there's a Wikipedia entry on why there's air bubbles in space. Good luck with that, YouTube. Yeah, you're going to have to pull that one at you, you little censoring, irksome little weasels. Um, yeah, they'll probably just pull that down. And then, like, other stuff that's kind of, like, um, maybe not so hard-hitting, they'll put a link to the Wiki- like Wikipedia entry on how, oh, we really did go to the moon. Rest assured, here's all the facts. It's like, yeah, okay. Um, man, it's ridiculous. So they're going to link you to the facts. Well, what are they going to link you to? Official declarations of, well, that's the point. Is that the, the officials are lying. No need to link to the official Oh, we did go to the moon, and here's this, that, and that. Yeah. Oh, linked. Why don't you link to the telemetry data? Oh, that's right. They lost the telemetry data. Okay. Yeah, Sovereign 18 says link to Snopes. It's like, yeah. It's, uh, come on. How ridiculous are these people? But you can't censor, can you? No, we can put, yeah, you can. You could take people's. I mean, I've worked hard on all those videos. It pisses me off. They just snatch it offline. And, uh, oh, yeah, all the combined work on all those videos, that was hours of work, you know. And then, um, hey, check this out. People were watching them on their own volition, too. They were free to click on them. They were free not to click on them if they didn't want to. Because it's pretty clear I don't clickbait the titles. I wasn't saying... I mean, it's pretty much straightforward. Oh, yeah, this is going to be questioning the government and officials. So be forewarned. I mean, it's kind of self-evident when you look at the title of the video. And people clicked on it on their own volition and watched it on their own. And and to think they need to babysit you and put a... How insulting is that, first of all? They need to put a link to Wikipedia to tell you what to think. I mean, and, and look at this woman. I mean... Uh, at the host bus. I mean, <laughs> that's your mommy. My mommy. Oh, oh, oh. I go to Wikipedia, maybe soap too, and see the truth. Mommy. It's like, get out of here, lady. It's like, um, yeah, we're just like a bunch of infants in diapers now, collectively. And we don't want our feelings hurt, and we need the uh, uh, good CEOs, which, um, what's that quote that 
says that they uh, was it Bertrand Russell that said that. No. Alan Watt quotes it all the time. It's like the CEO in the future, the C, CEOs of corporations will will be our new feudal overlords. And uh, yeah. So they always like will parade these people out in front of us, like these CEOs. And I think too, they're just, you know, they're front men, you know, they're front, they're representatives and they're sort of the front people for these uh, so-called entities, which are fictions, by the way, these corporations are fictions. They're all this, they're all the, but in reality, they're all the same club, the same group. I mean, don't fool yourself. Uh, yeah, there's no real reason to make any hardline distinctions between uh, what would be the government and what would be a corporation, because they are so they are so interwoven. Um, yeah, and we pointed out before how yeah Google is 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 the NSA, literally the I mean it's like literally the NSA masquerading as a private company. Well, what does it take for them to be a private company? Some paper, actually. Put some paper on file, and then it's like a charter, which is basically a piece of paper. I hate to break this to people, you know, that may not be familiar with this kind of information, but, yeah, in reality, like corporation stuff, it's just shit written down on paper, and that's all it is. Do you know that? I know that's startling to maybe some people, maybe not regular listeners or or most of you, but there might be somebody that stumbled across this and they're and they're maybe about to go into a conniption right now. Um, yeah, so it's it's really it it really makes about as much difference as any other piece of paper. Because uh, in order for it to reflect anything in reality, um, it's going to really be there for the purposes of managing people's behavior and their attitudes toward a certain thing. So if if it's done up officially and it's presented by your officials, and they're only officials because we've been conditioned from birth to acquiesce to them, and then they announce something as a corporation, which is a has personhood status and how absurd is that it's like a golem but it's a fictional thing it's like making something out of clay and having it come to life stupid it's not going to happen but it it, in in a fictional abstract sense it is and then so when a person acts against you like you know censors you takes your provides a platform and then has people uh, build that platform up, build that, it actually take that jumble of code that was YouTube and put in their time and their sweat and their effort and turn it into something that makes it worth a shit. And then they can come back around and pull your stuff off and uh, manage it, manage you and manage it. Well, they wouldn't be there, first of all, if it wasn't for NSA and the government and all the loot that they stole 
to build up Google. And then make this property called YouTube and commandeer it and then have people actually turn it into something that other people would want to uh, consume or spend time on. Because certainly YouTube, if you look at their their offerings as far as what they come up with and they produce, it's like nobody wants to watch that crap. They want to watch uh, videos people make. There's nothing without, there's nothing to YouTube without that. But of course, everybody knows that. But um, yeah, Sovereign 18 says fast, fast, fascism. Uh, yeah, that's an, that's one name for it. But that's, uh, I, see, now I don't believe this is anything new. We didn't turn fascist. It's always been fascist. Uh, what Anthony Sutton, I think he was, whatever you think about him, controlled opposition or whatever. I, I don't, I don't know. I think he was uh, telling the truth when he talked about, you know, Ford Motor Corporation, you know, providing tanks to Nazi Germany and they were uh, Brown Brothers Harriman and all that. They were heavily supporting the Nazi war machine and all that, gearing up for World War II. Uh, Of course, the banks financed both sides of the war. And it wouldn't have been possible without all the uh, Western corporations providing the uh, hardware. And is that fascism? Uh, I don't know. It kind of sounds like it. But uh, not so Freemason. Are you on the call? Check one, two. Hey, Chris. Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, just uh, listening in. Yeah, I'm just babbling, yammering. Uh, haven't haven't been on in a while. How long has it been since the last call? Yeah, I've been trying to get this. Uh, I had to find uh, some kind of uh, internet-enabled device. And then I was screwing around. I was looking at talk plans. And then I I said, oh, that looks like a good one online. And then I ordered the SIM card. And um, and then I was at the library today. I was like, okay, I'll stick the SIM card in there. Then it turns out that this phone I bought is locked. They want to take other SIM cards. And I was like, okay, whatever. I guess I'll send that SIM card back, but um, I should have known that. I should have known that it was uh, on the uh, plantation there buying the phone. It's a Apple phone, so it's like locked into some. Yeah, but anyway, make it yeah. Easy to do anything? No, it's never easy. No, it's not. It's just not simple. I thought they. I would. I don't know. I haven't messed around with this stuff in a while, and uh, I, I thought they kind of did away with that Apple, but no, I guess not. I don't know. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I signed up with uh, with whatever provider. Cause they're all the same. I don't even know why I was thinking that there would be different ones out there. There was one out there a little cheaper, but well, whatever. 
it's like, okay, whatever. I'll just sign up with the, uh, with the, uh, plantation that they had me on here. Might as well. Doesn't matter. It's actually, uh, I think it's working out to like 15 bucks a month, but it's like two gigabytes of data, which I don't think is a whole lot, but, uh, yeah, whatever. See how it works out. I think I should have called though with my phone instead of Skype. I think I'm using data with Skype, but anyway, sorry. I was just going to say, I do, I do basically all my, all my stuff from, from mobile. Uh, I hardly use my, my computer for anything. Watch a few movies here and there and, and like putting together blog posts, but, uh, like the, the research and, and just like all the reading I do or it's mostly, mostly all on my phone. Yeah, I mean, you could do pretty much whatever whatever you need to do as far as that goes on the phone. Um, I'm I I really would like to limit my online time. So this particular phone here, one of the main reasons why I bought this one is like it's got a small screen and. Uh, it's an Apple phone, which are generally good product. I think I've had other ones. I didn't. I didn't think they were as good, and it was the price was right. It's pretty cheap. Um, so yeah, I think it will help me kind of limit my online time. Um, not that I was spending every waking minute, but on the internet. But uh, yeah. I mean, just for myself personally, I think I wanted to reduce my online time. And this will, this will too, like, uh, uh, I could, uh, yeah, just get used to using it and I'll be more mobile, you know, of course. Right. Yeah. I think we could probably all use, uh, a little bit less internet time. I, I know I can, it's, uh, like I said, I do most of my stuff from my phone. But then at the same time you you never you're never without your phone and it uh it can build kind of a dependency like i as much as i uh i mean I'm aware of it you know it's uh it's not a good thing to 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 have that craving to uh just want to be on the internet or whatever, but I experience it and yeah i've gotta i gotta be conscious of it. Oh yeah, it's um it's a constant battle, you know, for me. Uh just end up end up spending too much time watching uh video or doing whatever. It's like, uh man. I wish I could have I wish I could get that time back, but I can't. Um so the next best thing would be to take whatever uh, make whatever moves I need to do to to limit my exposure to it as much as I can but yeah why do I have to have 
data on notes. That's freaking stupid, man. Yeah, Damn. that kind of makes you wonder, don't it? Yeah, I just want to jot down some notes for the call. So I'm going into notes, and it's telling me, oh, you're not connected to the cell. The notes aren't connected. It's like, okay, yeah, why do they need to be? Any explanation yeah. for that? <laughs> it's like, I had, I had notes for about a year, just like little, anytime I'm online and, and some a, a red flag would stand out to me or something, I'd, I'd create a note about it and I'd go back and reference them, maybe use the notes and compile them, make something out of them. But uh, a couple of months ago, just out of the blue, all my notes got deleted in, in one fail swoop. Uh, it, like, crashed. I turned it back on, and all my notes were gone. Yeah. Maybe you didn't have any it could always of, happen. You know, you could just you could break your phone and, and lose that kind of stuff, too. But it, it was strange how I know I didn't delete them. No, nobody else did. Uh, just they were gone. That's why you need them backed up to the cloud, man. Mm. You're right. Cloud. It's yeah, like uh, yeah. data heaven. Trying. No, it's uh, yeah, pushing pushing us towards the cloud, and then um, yeah. So the, yeah, I the have iPhones this, uh, are coming out with less and less memory. You know, you, yeah, because they be want to go to the cloud. You used to be able to get an iPod with like 500 gigs on it, and it's it seems like it's hard to get an iPhone with 32. It's uh, it's crazy. Yeah, because all your all your music's in the cloud. You don't need to store a whole bunch of MP3s or nothing. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Uh, which is strange because I was messing around with it and then I was, I, I played a couple of songs, excuse me. And then, um, I went back later and then, you know, I haven't had, uh, data on this phone the last couple of days and I would go play, I would go try to play a song and then it would play, you know, it was like it was loaded, but none of the other ones would. So I guess it, stores it in memory or something uh, but it, it but it isn't i never downloaded it which is funny which is kind of odd so yeah i don't know it's like uh yeah they're kind of setting it all up so they're getting used to not having it stored on your device like a file like you sh- you should be online all the time if you're a good citizen slave of 2018, you should be online 24 seven. So it shouldn't, yeah. so it shouldn't be an issue. Um, not having access to your music cause it's in the cloud, man. Well, I, I've had, I've had iPhones for a while. I'm not, I'm not like it, an Apple person or whatever. It's just, I started with an iPod touch before I ever had a smartphone and I just got used to the, to the interface, but, um, you know, I had an iPod because of the music side. Like I, I, I wanted, I backed my music up and I, I liked having it. And, uh, I'd say like 
two years ago or so when they came out with um, Apple, what do you call it, Apple Music or something like that, where it's mm-hmm. like their streaming service. They, I wouldn't have been interested in it, but they said like you can you can access any album from iTunes for for the next two months for free. So I I downloaded the update or whatever and it did something to where it corrupted my entire uh, database of music I had saved. And, uh, like, all the files were still there, but they added some kind of, uh, I, I don't know what the what the jargon would be, but they added something to my file to where it wouldn't play anymore. So my whole, my whole catalog of music that I had uh, accumulated, uh, most of it pirated, but they don't know that was uh, was like just swiped from me, and I called and they kept saying no that that couldn't happen that couldn't happen there's nothing we could do for you, but uh, I I know that that's what happened and uh, it's all you know more of this cloud stuff where they want they want you to I I mean I guess it makes it a lot easier to to just memory whole things or or change, change facts, or, you know, it's with nothing tangible. Yeah, um, yeah, real easy. Just, uh, yeah, they could send out, like, a bot that would uh, go and revise a copy of a certain book, you know, if it's all digital. Just kind of, like, gradually change stuff over time um just uh yeah like the memory hole on george orwell yeah and they kind of describe it as a process of the dude takes it and he uh you know he's taking paper and he's sewing it down into a furnace or something like that but yeah i think that's uh with of course digital it's um yeah the first book that came out on kindle was it fahrenheit uh, four, it was at Bray Bradbury Fahrenheit. Uh, yeah, four five one Fahrenheit four, four five, five one. one. Yeah. Well, it's uh, about book burning. I think it was Adam Miller uh, yesterday in the Discord, uh, the the Hostbusters Discord put in the um, Apple their their first commercial that I think they aired it during the Super Bowl, and it was a it was a kind of a spoof on 1984 and at the very end, they said, you know, I think it was January 21st, Apple unveils the Macintosh, and 1984 will not be, quote, 1984. Uh, so they they completely embraced this Orwellian uh, advertising campaign for for their their unveiling. Oh, yeah. Kind of... Um get people uh, kind of in that mindset, you know, I think. And then it, it, and they were kind of like, oh, on, on the surface, kind of like, you know, trying to position themselves like, oh, we're not, uh, yeah. you know, this authoritarian, you know, or the, you know, the kind of monoculture that was being created out there with the, all the Microsoft stuff. So we're 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 the kind of the answer to that. So it's always kind of like, oh yeah, here we go with the uh, 
the two choices, you know, Pepsi Coke and Crap Republican, Apple, Microsoft. <laughs> it's just every everything is a you know this uh, yeah, duality. Coke, Coke Pepsi, Cornetto, uh, Drumsticks, Ford, Holden. You know, always given two choices. How you doing, Chris? Can you hear me? Okay. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah uh, I'm Rollo from Australia, and uh, yeah, I've listened to you for years, and uh, I know Kyle too. He's a nice guy. Are you the guy that goes by? No, you're not Napoleon. You're uh... no, no, Rollo, Rollo. I'm a Australian. Rollo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, Rollo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now yeah, it's I always nice voice. to hear your voice. Yeah, yeah. I've listened to Hoaxbusters for years, and when you were with um, uh, you, you're Chris Kendall, and you were with oh, Jan Eric was when I really, really appreciated. You know, I talking four or five years ago now, you know, when you, how's Jan oh, yeah. doing, do you know, Jan Eric? Yeah, good. Is he doing all right? Uh, I you haven't know? heard from him in a while. I haven't heard uh, from him, so. Uh, but you you and John Adams are still knocking about because. Uh, yeah. I appreciate you yeah. and John. John yeah. Yeah, hopefully uh, he'll be able to call in. Um, cool. Yeah, there was a, um, I don't know if I want to go into talking about it. Um, sure. I thought I would leave that up to John to talk about the uh, the situation. The latest controversy on. with the yeah, the latest controversy. Yeah, we'll, we won't talk. Yeah, about so that. I would. So I'm I'm kind of yeah. we'll let you know John talk about that. What whatever he wants to say about it, and uh, just kind of like keep that off off the table mm-hmm. for now. Um, yeah, because, uh, yeah, it, it, it's pretty messed up. Um, yeah, so... Uh, messed up Messed up is very polite. It's very messed up. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, I mean... Nobody uh, wants to lose their... Really nobody wants up. to uh, get divorced over, you know, what we do here. Uh, truth-telling, you know what I mean? No one wants to lose their wife. I. You might be saying too much there, Rolo. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll take it back. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll let John comment. Uh, you know, whenever he, uh, whenever he feels comfortable doing it, or whatever he wants to say about it, or yeah, because um, yeah, I think it's better that way. So right. yeah, what uh, right. so. What else is going what do, on? What do you uh, what do you think of this thing that happened in Canada with the big the big truck crash and and the, all the kids being killed? Does that look like a hoax to you? Uh, I caught that on uh, on that was on posted on Fakeologist there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't. I really don't have any commentary on that. I, I mean, I I didn't. I you know I didn't see any coverage of it or anything like that i mean it, it it's like a was like a whole sports team allegedly wiped out or something like that that's yeah, that's pretty yeah, you got it like the entire sports team is dead now is what they're saying yeah. right yeah. um where was that out again it was up in uh canada yeah kyle right? help me out where was that it's up it's up in canada somewhere yeah. i'm not following it uh, were they uh was it a professional team or no? Just kids, kids team. Yeah. Just kids. 
Just a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there we go. Fifteen dead out of thirty. There we go. Yeah. Oh, half. If, if I don't see dead. an agenda push, you know, for something, and and seems like it's tied to uh, another agenda where where they're trying to manipulate people to uh, to go a certain way, I'm I'm just not interested, and mm. I I Apparently doubt they were the going on. Humboldt here. Broncos. Humboldt Broncos and the hockey team, but yeah, look, if, uh, I, I think, if that isn't, it, it just seems dodgy to me. It smells just to have some kind of smells bad. It smells. Sorry, sorry, just talk heavy, Kyle. Keep going, Kyle. 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 I'm just saying that I think he reaches sometimes. He just sees the story and uh, <clears throat> he needs he needs content. Well, I mean, me and you. Are, we know that news needs, uh, like, uh, there's not news every day. <laughs> Yet we, uh, we've got CNN, we've got Fox, and they need to pump out news every day. We we know it. And uh, so I got the news on Gavin. the uh, phone here. We got trending man who ate world's hottest chili is hospitalized with excruciating headache. Oh, yeah. oh are you talking about chili. those? Yeah, what are they called, those chilies? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's hot, I bet. Hot. World's hot. Yeah, they, they'll fuck you up. They'll fuck you up. It's like doing yeah. 30 espresso yeah, coffees in yeah, one go. Have you ever done 30 espressos in one go? Um. Yeah, I had 30 espressos. I mean, how many espressos have you done in one go? I ate, and I ate the world's hottest chilies. Uh, <laughs> fine, but... We're talking about a normal individual here, a regular individual. Right. Tried it. There was a thing it's called the Cinnamon Challenge, you know, that all the kids. Oh, well, they're eating iPod, or not iPods, but um, these detergent pods things. Is that is that fake or what? What do you think? Uh, I'm eating one right now, and it's fine. <laughs> well, you've got to say it's a year, mate. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've, I heard that they're doing it. I... I I briefly looked into it and I, I couldn't find any actual video. I mean, yeah, some kids, like, I guess they were like putting in their mouth and spitting it out or whatever. I don't know if they're actually no, eating no, the damn thing. Swallowing the damn thing. Oh, shit. Well, that's that's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. It isn't. Um, uh, like a challenge, huh? Like, yeah, eat detergent. Yeah, yeah, like the, the cinnamon one. Where on. You put a. They did it on whatever that stupid show. What was it called? Mythbusters. Because Mythbusters, we know as uh, because I think as fakeologists or as uh, hoaxbusters, we know that we didn't go to the moon. But the Mythbusters, those two guys, Adam, whatever his name is, and that other guy with the mustache. No, nah, we went to the moon. Bunch of lies. Bunch of paid out, sell out lies, and uh, that's Mythbusters aren't to be trusted. And not to be trusted. Sorry. Well, that's gonna that's gonna influence people, you know. Certainly, but I think it was a pretty weak presentation that they did. Actually, it was pretty. It was it actually was excellent as far as like showing how they did fake it. Um, except for they they went to some links to kind of like you know try to keep the. Uh, you know, narrative intact there. But, 
I think they did a pretty good job of in a backhanded way of like uh, showing just how they they faked it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's not the intention, of course, but um, it doesn't seem think, that way. But yeah, I think it's when when you question that thing, and and then they'll just call you they'll just call you names like conspiracy theorists or whatever it is. It's just it's just their raison d'être. It's the way they do it. Because they've got a good job, and and they're supposed to be mythbusters, but they're complete liars because they won't tell the truth. We didn't go to the moon. Yeah. It's obvious to anyone with half a fucking brain, we didn't go to the moon. But no, no. Mainstream TV wants to hang on to that bullshit. Well, yeah, hang I mean, on. that's the thing about well, the nature of. Uh, you know, an event or whatever it happens to be, like say this car, this uh, bus accident with the, uh, it's it's, to try to say that something didn't happen. I mean, it's, it's uh, so from, from, from a point of view of, you know, trying, trying to use reason or logic, it's, you know, with uh, there, there's kind of the, uh, you know, the one making the claim would have the, would bear the burden of proof. So, I mean, it's something like that. I mean, accidents happen all the time. So it's not something that's an extraordinary claim for one thing. Like, I mean, just using that as an example, it's not really an extraordinary occurrence to have an accident on the highway. I mean, hmm. I, I, I was telling about is a, Oh, the year before last, I mean, the, the bus driver fell asleep at the wheel when I was at the, in a Greyhound bus. He did it twice in the same night on the same run. Oh, really? And Good. yeah, I mean, yeah. come damn near to running completely off the freaking road. And to the point where people were like, you know, screaming and carrying on. And, uh, it, you know, it's, and it got me to thinking, it's like, damn, these things must run off the road all the time. You don't hear about it because certainly that wasn't a, uh, you know, isolated event. And, uh, but, you know, oh, there was a accident here like uh, four nights ago, right on the this close intersection here, right down the road from me. And I was out walking, and uh, on the way back, I saw it. It was like, it, it looked really bad. I mean, it was like severe. And um, I know what happened because that's a dangerous intersection there. And I've, I almost got hit coming through there one time because you're kind of at a blind spot where you're 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 coming up onto the main thoroughfare. And um, I I don't know if there's any reportage on that or what. I mean. I was talking about this with the uh, Dr. Fuster Cluck and he he was a witness to an accident one time where was a, there was a fatality and they came and cleaned up the scene. He said they were there very quickly. They cleaned up the scene. It was on a Sunday afternoon, I think, and it was like within half hour or something like that. It looked like nothing had ever happened, you know. It was like nobody was even the wiser. And it was kind of like, yeah, I mean, that's, 
just, just like um, accidents and stuff, or yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, I mean, but what about um, yeah. say that? Let's let's go to something more extreme. The um, the the guy that snuck up to the thirty uh, second floor in um, in Las Vegas and shot a whole bunch of people. Uh, I know uh, back when your uh, blog was actually going, uh, you were definitely questioning that. Uh, uh, that um, what was his name? I forgot his name. Uh, uh, Steve Paddock. What was his name? Steve Paddock. 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 That's right, Paddock. And uh, there was a lot of questions about that. And um, and yeah, he, he shot a whole what fifty people or something. It was like. Uh, and then there was someone that took video footage the next day. There's no blood, and there's one cop car there the next day. And it looked dodgy as all get out. And that's they're the ones that, uh, um, you know, the ones that, uh, yeah, so you can get, what do you call it, uh, what is it, where they're trying to move society with these, with these bullshit. There's no way, I don't think any way anyone could get in with all that ammo. And then punch out thirty second floor of a. There's no way it's, it's going to happen. And I know it's an old one, but uh, it's an oldie but a goodie. That one is a fake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have Thanks. the whole, you know, gun control agenda being pushed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean that. I mean, I, I think that anyone that's kind of paying half attention to this stuff would have would have to recognize that. Yeah, they're they're very convenient. These shootings, you know, the way that the timing of them come up. Uh, yeah. The, I think the Sandy hook one came up around the Ugh. time that they were proposing some let, you know, they're going to put some legislation through. That one was, that one was even worse though. Cause you had that yeah. other guy that couldn't even act out of a paper bag. He was so fucking hopeless that, um, yeah, but whatever it was, this, I mean, there's not, I mean, there's not only you talking about like legislation that has to do with guns, but it's like they, they, they passed a lot of stuff. They pushed a lot of stuff through that has to deal with like mental health in schools oh, yeah. and implementing all these kind of new programs that are dealing with that. So they have this, like this so-called intervention program, which is essentially more, you know, intrusion into, you know, very kind of personal stuff. And then, yeah. so now they have this sort of like wallpaper backdrop to implement this stuff. And, and it was already in the works, of course, and this is already pre-planned. And then like what I was talking about with the convenience of this stuff coming about. And then there's like, oh, we'll see now we need to implement, you know, safe schools, safe cities. Oh, well, we just happen to have this program here and this is, you know, we needed to, to, now we need to have this, you know, conversation, and we need to start implementing this stuff. And so it, it's yeah, that's really, an older one. Now. Yeah, How about this new you can one? see it. I don't you know if we've spoken about it. The the David yeah, Hogg, the David Hogg one. I mean, him turning into the new Hitler Youth type now. Like the kids are in control now. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Have you been keeping an eye on the Parkland? Well, yeah, that's. So, I think that's another. Um, thing that's a definitely a cultural thing mm-hmm. um that's it that's an interesting angle with the with with now they're like um you know this so-called walkout on these schools and then you know okay so these these are you know kids that are still in school they're not even old enough to vote 
mm-hmm. and here they are, you know, being being utilized for this agenda. And uh, some there was some other uh, blog or something that was pointing out that yeah, well they had something very similar with the uh, the protest of police violence against the uh, blacks. You know, there was a that you know that for briefly they did the take a knee at the national anthem stuff like that and they were doing this in schools and that was shut down they said no no you can't do this you know you got to go to school and you can't and that was forbidden and they were punishing punishing kids that were uh trying to do something like a you know the show solidarity with that that was not permitted but this this here is it's totally fine for you to you know take out school they're doing it here in this town from what I understand, there was uh, a couple of schools that participated in that, and uh, which is it's, it's, that's sort of a, as far as I know, seems like a kind of a new development where it's like, oh, you know, public schools now, you know, your kids are, oh, this, for a political agenda essentially, and it's like, well, this is sort of unique and a thing in and of itself, and obviously it's being orchestrated, and obviously it's got you know the green light at the top. But it's um, yeah, it's this idea, and this is another thing that's that's been pushed is that, uh, it, and we were just not we were just talking about this not too long ago, and uh, there there was some uh, callers who make some excellent points on that about how, yeah, it's yeah. like you you have um, well, a Morris yeah. went into it in one of his yeah, 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 yeah. he's great he's great and it's like yeah, uh, look I'm, I'm yeah, going to get a cigarette the, I'll let you and I'll let you and Carl have a little chat longer look if you want to have a I'll, I'll hang on but yeah put me on mute and yeah thank you Chris for taking my call anyway okay alright yep All right, good on you man thanks man thank you man okay take care dude um yeah how it's kind of like you, you know we kind of have this youth culture being promoted and kind of this idea that, um, yeah, everybody kind of being equal as far as, oh, your opinions are just as valid as anybody else's opinions. And it doesn't really matter how much life experience you have or, uh, what you know about anything because it's, it's, it's all everything being equal. And that was kind of the focus, from what I understand, of the uh, Mao cultural revolution, and you know, of course, Marxism and all that. That's kind of always brought up, kind of uh, any discussion of this from somebody that be identified as a as a right winger. They would point that out. It's like, oh, this is Mar- this is cultural Marxism. It's like, uh, well, what even does that mean? I don't know. It's it, it's a uh, to me, it's just it's just another form of social conditioning. And if you go back in history, or maybe this is was tried out or experimented on a group of people, then I think you go to like China during the so-called Cultural Revolution, where a lot of this stuff was uh, tried out in that laboratory, um, which I think what countries are these nations, there's arbitrary lines around nations and people groups. Then they get these programs run on them. What exactly happened there? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't there, but you can look at some historical accounts and it's like, uh, 
Yeah, so it, it seems to be obvious that like a lot, a lot of this stuff that was experimented on with people in these uh, communist bloc countries and stuff like that is, is being implemented here. And you could call it communism or Marxism or whatever. It, it really doesn't matter what you call it. It's, it's essentially social engineering. And I believe the whole reason why it was done in uh, China was to implement it later in some sort of revised form. And that's what we're seeing now. Uh, is it a communist takeover? I don't, I don't, I don't have much use for that terminology. I, I think it's the, the, the same people that run China, so-called communist China. They said that the Rockefellers are instrumental in setting up Mao, and Mao was a Yale. Was he went to Yale or Yale equivalent, and um, so you know, there's definitely all those obviously West Western connections there, setting all that up, setting up communist China and all that. So yeah, so trying to make those distinctions or trying to make it out like a that represents a true kind of independent force out there. It's like, no, it's just, it's just the same kind of social engineering program, but just done in a, in a different context in a different way to, yeah, gather information and, and to study it and to implement it in another form later, uh, which, like I said, I think we're seeing now. And, uh, but it's, it's just kind of manifesting out in a different way where it's unrecognizable because it's not called the cultural revolution. Um, yeah. So again, defining your terms and, uh, not getting hung up on all these labels and the stuff we're given to get hung up on. Illinois, how you doing? You're on Hoaxbusters Call with Chris Kendall and Not So Freemason. I'm looking in the chat. So, yeah, I'm off the regular programming. I didn't read a quote. Um, not that it, uh, makes a whole lot of big difference, but, um, if anybody's got a good quote, they could drop it in the chat. That would be appreciated. And I'll read it. How's that? So how long have we been going on? Um, hour and seven minutes. Is that right? Psy Girl was talking about common law, the fasces, symbolize the unity of the Senate and people of Rome, a city, state. Oh, well, that's a typo or what, but oh, that means. <clears throat> anyway. Hey, I, I got to get going, Chris. All right. 
Thanks for calling in, man. Yes, you have a good rest of the evening. Yeah, it's it's over for me. What's over? Uh, the evening. I'm going to bed. Oh, it's uh yeah, time to close up shop at the at the uh the Mason residence. Mason yeah. yeah. It's midnight here, so uh but yeah, I hope to uh to hear you some do some more calls, maybe more regularly here in the future. Yeah, I, I hope to. And um, uh, now that I have this uh, data plan, we'll see how this goes. Uh, yeah, I'll be trying to do my Monday night call, get into the kind of regular routine of it. And uh, hopefully maybe me and John could do a call sometime soon. But uh, I'm not sure uh, the situation is going to shape up or what. Hopefully, I really do hope that uh, this kind of like calms down in his household and kind of gets some um, kind of uh, resolution to that issue there. That, That sounds bad. Me too. Um, my my heart really goes out to him, man. Uh, I I can't imagine what he's what he's going through. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, that's that's diff- really difficult. Um, yeah, I hate hearing about that kind of stuff, man. It's just yeah, makes yeah, me I, sad too. I I had a feeling it was it was about to happen that way too, and that's. That's why I left that community. I said that's not going to happen to me, and then it uh, that very thing happened to him. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm glad I dodged that bullet. Yeah, I have to say too, if because um, you know a lot of subject matter kind of gets into touchy areas, and I understand that. I try to. Uh, be, um, you know, cognizant of that where, you know, I, I make it a point, like if in any, any particular, it doesn't matter what it is, or even if it seems to kind of like promote a certain agenda, uh, as far as like, uh, like a shooting or something, I, I don't, I wasn't there, so I don't know. Um, like uh like like this thing with John like I said I, I really want to go into it without John here to talk about it from his angle but it was like uh from what I understand you know John relate relayed something and it was uh then regarded with you know suspicion cuz it was oh it was on April 1st and all that but it's like at the same time you got to like look at it from the perspective of like well what exactly purpose would that serve for like you know john to make that up or that to be made up or to be a phony story or something like that it just that just would not make sense from an agenda perspective and like we were talking about earlier it's like yeah it's like the roads are pretty dangerous and people get into accidents all, all the time it's not to fear monger about the roads but that's just man it's, it's just not it's not anything 
really out of the. Unfortunately, it's not anything out of the ordinary, you know. Really. Yeah, I and, I lost uh, somebody yeah. on the road, and there was even like a, a local press conference about it. It, it got in the paper. Uh, I, I think it was it was even on like the local news and all that. And I know I have no proof like that she's gone, but I I know I haven't seen her in in like eight nine years now. Uh, you know these these things happen, and sometimes they get they get media attention. It's you got to have more to go off of than just uh, just some numbers or or a hunch, and uh, especially if you're going to assert that something is definitely fake or or a hoax. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it, you know, like it, it, in the past, I always always try to make that point. You know, like uh, it was just even like um, something that seems so suspect as like the Vegas shooting. It's like I I, I make it a point to say, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, again, I wasn't there. I don't I don't know. Like, it, it, could could people actually die and stuff like that? I I don't rule that out. I just don't. I mean, because I, I, I don't know for 100% certainty. But, um, like, yeah, going into, like, something like uh, um, somebody that that is telling me they knew somebody that, like, died on the road, like, died on a, in, a, in an accident on the highway or something like that. That, that, that doesn't even raise suspicion with me at all. I don't know why mm-hmm. it would really raise suspicion with anybody else. Unless they're just kind of like taking just this hyper vigilance where everything could potentially, anything could potentially be a fake story or whatever. It's like, I don't, I I don't necessarily myself take that position. I think that's, uh, you know, Pascal bears that out. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I try to be as, um, reasonable rational as possible dealing with this stuff because it's it's uh it, it, it sometimes it gets to the point where it could just be taken to an extreme where it's like oh well everything's got to be scrutinized with the fake with the you know potential fakery it's like no not necessarily um i mean you know when you yeah, look at these shootings, it's a completely different thing altogether. You know, if if everything's fake, if you auto hoax everything, like what what's left? Well, it doesn't even make sense to do that. No, I mean to me, it doesn't. I mean, yeah, I, there there are these people though that go around saying nobody died, nobody got hurt uh, for for anything as soon as they see it. Like what? What do you mean? Like, I stubbed my toe this morning. You know, that, that shit hurt. Yeah, I mean, or are you making that up? Let me like what? But what would be the point? You know, exactly. It, yeah. You see, I mean, there's that too. I mean, with the yeah, with the shootings and stuff. I mean, and the frequency at which they're they seem to be occurring. And and then you got this all this other 
circumstantial, uh, you know, evidence around these things that kind of suggests that, yeah, you're looking at something that's uh, contrived, it's, it's put on. Um, so, you know, you could point that out and say, well, I, 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 I question this, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't necessarily buy into this. I mean, it, it just looks like, you know, these people in, 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 in a lot of these, you, you take them together, you know, you could look at them not as one isolated incident, but like take them in the aggregate. And it's like, yeah, you're seeing these re- clear reoccurring patterns, you know, with the, with the, uh, you know, the people that come in on TV, they're going on the heavy news cycle. They appear to be reading from scripts. Released uh, they don't appear to be going to the day. Yeah. They're out of the hospital in a day, getting shot four times in the back. Oh, I'm out of the hospital. Oh, you just got, yeah, I'm, I'm back on the road now being interviewed the next day. Come on. But I mean, it's like, that's, yeah, that's suspect. That's highly suspicious. It just doesn't pass the smell test at all. And then you got, then, then the promotions on the, on the television it's, and it, and it's, and, and the people talking, they sound like they're all reading off the same page. I mean, it, 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 it kind of looks obviously glaringly obvious that something's wrong there, but like, um, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't lead me to conclude that, um, you know, everything is fake. I got, you know, put regularly putting automobile accidents in the news and them being fake. That doesn't necessarily follow. Um, what would be the point when there's so many accidents that already happen that aren't even being really reported? I mean, it's not, not something that would be necessary. What would be the point? What would be the agenda? You know, I'm not entirely ruling that out as a possibility that there would be on occasion something like that. But I don't it's like I, I, I don't feel I don't feel compelled to pick apart um, that type of stuff. You know, it's 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 not an extraordinary claim. It's commonplace. Like, um, it, you know, it's not everything is fake. You know, shit happens for real. And the news news media will report on it. I know of a couple things that made in the news that I know personally are real. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, real, you know, I experienced so. one recently and saw the the news cameras pull up and everything, and there it was. And yeah, that night, and shit, I I know for a fact that that it was real. Yeah, of course. And then no, uh, and then it, it, it and a point I've tried to make before is like. Yeah, the, none of this would work unless the media is a trusted source, and it wouldn't be a trusted source unless it, you know, actually well, reported on things actually happening. It's like it, it's not. The, it's, it's like it's really not sound to take some absolutist position. Like, yeah, it's like, oh well, everything you see in the news must obviously be, you know, necessarily suspect. It's like. um no, I mean, it's not, that's just not the way, I don't know, that's definitely not my approach. But, yeah, uh, and like, I've, I've, I've just kind of spoke about real vaguely two, two very real incidences in my life, you know, and it's, it's, uh, I feel apprehensive even, even 
speaking on it in any way. It's like I I don't know. You know, is is there some some somebody out there that's gonna all of a sudden you know have to have to dig into it and think they're uncovering some mystery uh, that doesn't exist? And is that gonna go disrupting my life now? You know, it's not a good atmosphere that's that seems to be building up where where people are uh, I don't know suspicious of each other and. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't uh I don't agree with that at all. I just think that should be anybody, especially John, should be given the benefit of the doubt at this point. I mean, come on. It's like uh yeah, if you can't trust somebody that you've heard and you've spoken to, like I myself, I I trust John. I met him in person. I've spoken to him on the phone. I would never, like, you know, like hearing about something like that, I wouldn't even for a second have the idea that, you know, he's bullshitting me about something like that. There's no way. I mean, that's me, though. I mean, not everybody has met John in person. Not everybody has talked, spoken to him on the phone. But still, at the same time, it's like, I don't know, like, if if I'm vouching for him, is I, does that make me suspect? It's like, I, it's like, I don't, you know, if, if somebody's got something to say, like about, like, like something I'm saying is like being made up or whatever. It's like, yeah, we'll approach me on that specifically. But I mean, not, um, there's tendency too to like, uh, yeah, just be just, so hyper vigilant and suspicious of everybody and everything. That's not that's not a good uh mentality to get into. Paranoia will destroy you. <laughs> True. I'm not paranoid myself. I don't think. But I'm sure there'd be people that disagree. Oh, you think the news is lying? It's like well, no, I just see a pattern and I see uh different definitely uh how it would work to an advantage to uh promote certain agendas, yeah. And uh, and it's what has it happened in Australia? There's talking about that on uh Fagologist uh recently. The Port Arthur thing. And in the UK and uh where they had some like school shooting over there. It's all oh, we got to ban guns. We got to heavily restrict guns, like back in the nineties or whatever that happened. And um, so yeah, you see an event, and then they see that. Oh, we'll see. Now, since when? Okay, so you have a so-called right to you know own a firearm for your own defense. How does this does this work on any other so-called right? Let's say like uh, oh, free speech. It's like uh, oh, somebody yelled fire in a crowded theater. That's the old saw, you know, that you use all the time. It's like oh, you can't yell. It's got to have restrictions on our rights, you know. Can't have yelling fire in a crowded theater. Let's say somebody did yell fire in a crowded theater, and then a bunch of people got trampled and killed. So would the logical next step would be, okay, we need to curtail 
just speech across the board and we needed maybe consider repealing the first amendment because somebody said something that got people hurt and we could prove it. Would that be the logical next? No, certainly not. Nobody would in their right mind would think that way. Right. Would they? But then it's like with the gun thing, it's like, Oh, we can point to examples where somebody took a gun and misused it. So now we need to take the rights away from people who are not misusing guns and using them responsibly and sensibly. We need to take them away from these people too. So we don't further bloodshed. It's like, no, that doesn't make any damn sense. You wouldn't do that. But, but if your agenda is to do that, then yeah, you make that case, but is it logical? Is it rational? No, no, not in any other context. It wouldn't be like, why would it be in this kind? You're talking about inanimate objects. And if they're in the right hands, they're safe. Like, why would you take them out of the right hands? You want them in the right hands, obviously. But, um, that, but see, no, people are being trained to think about it a certain way. And as far as it being a threat to your person, it's not. It's not a real threat. Even if all these shootings were real, it wouldn't be a, you know, the odds of you or I actually dying in a mass shooting would I mean, the percentage is it's, it's the the odds are so against it that it's not even it's, it's definitely not a big concern from any like real threat assessment standpoint. And I tried to point that out before, but it's like it, then again, that's a, it's important to understand. We're dealing with something called perception management. You create the perception that something is a threat. And even admittedly, if you go into like some of these articles that are put out by the mainstream, it's like you go into like picking them apart and the actual numbers they're giving. It's like, well, this isn't an actual threat much, is it? Even if it was all real. But no, you you have the media there to create the perception that it's a threat. And um, yeah, and you don't have to take the position that everybody and every media outlet across the country is unified in one certain agenda because that's not true i don't believe that's true at all it doesn't have to work that way why would you think that way it's just like the idea like oh shooting down the the moon hoax it's like well everybody in in the the work for nasa would have to be in on it and have to keep quiet about it it's like what doesn't make any damn sense why would that why would you necessitate that Unless you're setting up a straw man to knock down and and use that to dismiss the idea off hand. Because in reality, no, I mean, yeah, certainly not everybody in on the, on the fact that it was fake. It's nonsense. It's just the, it's just, the flawed thinking. I think that gets promoted to us in school. We get to where we we can't think rationally and we can't make a coherent argument for anything. And it's not, nobody's encouraged to. And so he's just um, encouraged to kind of react to things and go off emotions and 
Um, so now we're seeing like in, in, this total absence of, you know, rational thought or discourse. And it's just, it's, it's all has to do with, um, you know, just instilling fear and then people react to that fear. And then, then it's like, Oh, then we have the culture and society will transform in response to some, some imaginary threat. That's how it works. Ounce of salt per day. I do believe that's Frank over in the land down under. Frank, did you wrestle a crocodile today, man? Did you shake a poisonous spider out of your boot first thing in the morning? That's what I'm envisioning Australians doing. Just battling poisonous now, spiders. I did I did kill a poisonous spider this morning. Oh, you actually did. <laughs> I killed a redback. Nice. Like where I mean where was this at? It, it was in your house and it, actual poisonous spider. Yeah, there's that's from what I understand, there's actual no joke. No, uh, I just did it at the, so, at the salt factory. Oh, okay. What on earth made you think of that particular thing? I don't know. Oh, I just that's like, kind of weird. Yeah, that's what I hear about Australia. Like, you go swimming, <laughs> and then you get bit by a great white shark. You walk that's through right. the woods. And don't you get don't bit go in the ocean. That's snake. right. Snake. Be fearful all the time. Yeah, you kind of got to keep a. Well, I mean, seriously, you got to kind of keep an eye out for spiders and whatnot. You don't want to like be ready to chill on the couch, reach, you know, looking for the remote, reach down there, and you got a one of the red back down in the cushions, zap you. So you're always kind of a vigilant with that stuff, huh? To some no, degree. I, I, I don't think Not so really. at all, Chris. I don't, I don't think um, a redback spider can actually kill a person. No, it would Unless hurt. very young or very sick or something. Yeah. yeah. We're always saying with, like, black widows and stuff, people are kind of scared of them, but they got a pretty nasty bite, I guess. But, yeah, they probably get you if you're... Yeah, like you're saying, already beat down with some other ailment or something, or kind of weak, weak to begin with. Yeah, that, then yeah, they can be deadly in that case. And I think, as I said on some other show the other day, that the shark to human ratio is pretty squarely in favor of us, and not the shark. Yeah, sharks get a bad rap. I think they get a. They get a lot more attention as far as being a, a deadly killer than they deserve. They generally don't mess with people, I don't think. Generally. Yeah, they might bite a surfer once in a while. They do out here, they do out in California. Or occasionally somebody will get bit. 
doesn't happen that often though. It's pretty rare. I mean that you'll hear about it. Maybe it's happening and don't hear about it, but I don't think so. Animals generally are scared of people. Um, they don't want to wild animals. I'm saying don't want to interact with people too much. Um, but I think we have this, uh, kind of general fear. I think that's instilled in us through, yeah, fiction. I guess talk about that too with the series of books, the the Call of the Wild, Jack London. It's like, yeah, kind of get to create the perception that, yeah, you get out in the woods out there and it's guaranteed to get attacked by wolves. It's like, no, not necessarily. But that's an ongoing thing. The wilderness is I, 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 I so heard the dangerous. wolves are making a comeback in the in North America. Oh, they have them in Oklahoma. They just don't talk about it. They're protected. Yeah, buddy they? was telling me he saw a dead one. I believe him. I don't know if you're talking, Frank, but I can't hear you. I'm hearing an echo back. I don't know if you have your speaker. Uh, oh, oh, the last thing I said was wolves are protected now in the USA, aren't they? Oh, yeah, I'm sure they are. Rolo. Yeah, yeah. day, Chris. Okay. No, thanks for having How me back. Doing? And good day to um, uh, Frank, uh, how to take care of your penis. Dot com. How are you, Rollo? Yeah, very well. Look, uh, Dave J's been causing trouble over at fakeologist.com. Uh, he still says Tony Abbott and Tony Blair are the same person. Ask, and, and I'm you, asking you directly, you are him, they yeah. the same uh, human being? Tony Abbott and Tony Blair. Simple question. Answer it, Frank. Maybe. I, I haven't disproved it yet, Rollo. Maybe is your answer. I, You're I'm a until I disprove it, I'll just accept it as a possible. They're not what the same lady, person. What about, what about Lady Di and Theresa May? I'm not talking about Lady Di and Theresa May. I'm talking about Tony Abbott and Tony Blair. Simple question. Are they the same person? Have you checked Wikipedia or Snopes? I don't, I don't reject the idea, that's for sure. Hmm. Anyway, that's all. Apart from that, I do like you, Frank. I mean, I mean, you're, you've got a nice personality. So Chris Kendall and so does John Adams and, and everyone else over here at Hoaxbusters. There's been a whole bunch of bullshit going on during the week, which is really, uh, up, you know, really upset. Um, we, we can't talk about it because John's not here. But uh, some shit needs to be worked out. And good on you, Chris, for trying your best to try and work that out. Yeah. But uh, we're real people. I'm a real person. Frank's a real person. Chris Kendall's a real person. John Adams a real person. Guy is a real person. Even psychologist Tim's a real person. We all have uh, 
uh, you know, feelings. And uh, we all have opinions about the media and how the media lies constantly and continuously. Uh, to because most most days of the week there is no news, so they have to make this shit up. We know it. Isn't that right, Chris? They make this shit up. Yeah, I think there would be an incentive to um, create stories where there are none. But if you but if you look at the news, usually I see a lot of stuff that kind of is like a non-story. Uh-huh. It's kind of mundane. It's kind of being made into a story. Mm-hmm. I think they got a lot of mileage out of like uh, the idea that uh, the Donald Donald Trump and the Russians are in collusion oh. or something like that. So oh. they kind of just kind of made up a bunch of crap. Or, oh, sure. Here, here's one uh, for you, Chris. When yeah. when Alex Jones interviewed Donald Trump just before he was given the presidency, if you want to know if it, if he was voted in, I don't care. I'm just saying when he was, I like Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump has got panaz. He's, he's entertaining. I like the guy. He's way better than George W. Bush. But why didn't Alex Jones talk about the tower, you know, demolitions? You know, why didn't he ask him that when he interviewed him? You know? Oh, well, no, that's not important anymore. Well, Rollo, that was how many years ago was that? This is twenty seventeen years ago. Seventeen. That's ancient history. That's ancient yeah. history. I'd still yeah, we like, moved on now yeah. because Donald Trump's into buildings, you know, Trump towers and things like that. You know, I'd I'd like Alex Jones to have hit him up just before he became president. Talk about tower demolitions and maybe not no planes because that's Simon Shack territory. But definitely tower demolitions. Yeah, it's a, it's ancient history until you run across a cop and they're getting all aggro with you. <laughs> they said, "Oh, this this day and age of post nine eleven era." It's like, <laughs> dude, man, I don't. I had all the cops. I mean, that. sorry, Chris, to cut you off. All the cops I meet now are kids. They're like they're like twenty years younger than me. <laughs> don't know shit. Well, you they just know how they fucking bro. boss you around. You got to tell them how the cow eat the cabbage, man. You <laughs> give them what for when you see a cop next time. <laughs> no, don't. You go to jail, man. You go to jail, man. You've been to jail, right? I loved it when you uh, filmed those cops yeah. uh, that day, uh, oh, God, years ago, when you, uh, the, well, they were fingerprinting kids and whatnot. And it was a fucking weird-ass day that day you filmed that. Yeah, balls of steel uh, yeah. to do that. Yeah. It's pretty unsettling. I, I kind of got a little bit. Uh, I I don't know if I was showing it, but I was a, I was a bit nervous after <laughs> confronting the Freemasons yeah. in, in the middle of a bunch of cops. It was kind of sure. nerve wracking. Ah, uh, you were uh, cool though because you were in a cool mood, and they they were pretty cool, and they weren't being too bossy. Uh, but, yeah. Um, have you still got your YouTube account, or is that gone? No, it's gone. Oh, you lost your YouTube account as well. Bunch of bastards. I'll tell you. So Simon Shack lost his. Avarado's lost his. You've lost yours. I'll tell you what. No, everybody everybody that I know of that uh, dealt with the, these uh, as far Bullying as I know, community guidelines. Yeah. Their, their channels are gone. Fucked. And they did a... Well, they said that too after that... Uh, 
the thing. And I and I was wondering too, it's like why why is this kind of edging over into the mainstream now, kind of all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, there's your answer because they're going to use that to pivot off of mm-hmm. to start shutting down more channels, and they had already been doing that. And see, I mean, Alex Jones, I think is he's the controlled opposition kind of push forward for all of this too. Because um, yeah, if they would have if they wanted to shut him down, he would have been shut oh, down they could a long have, yeah. time ago. Yeah, he would have never. Yeah, he, they would have been he got one strike a long time ago. Yeah. He would have never got traction, and he would have yeah. got to the level he's at now yeah. if he was for real. That's the way I think. Yeah, you, you, you'll never be allowed to get if you're really doing damage to which he's not. He's pushing Trump. Give me a break. I mean, look yeah. at the guy. He's like well, he, you know, he, he's, you know, when I'm. You know, <laughs> yeah, we need we need like a, Adams here because he does a bit of Alex Jones than I can do, but yeah. But he's uh, a total apologist for Trump now, and it's like ridiculous. And it, yeah. But you know, that's why he's uh, as as that's why he's allowed to grow, or he's been promoted to grow as big as he is because he's yeah. that was his job to kind of corral anybody that's kind of going off the plantation to crawl him back and to you know, divert him into to, to Trump being real for fuck's sake. I mean, how absurd is that? <laughs> I mean, and, and, and it's not ironic, as you say, big as he is, because he is a big fat bastard. <laughs> he always says, um, I'm taking these, whatever, these Alex Jones stuff that he vlogs on prisonplanet.com <laughs> and I'm losing weight. He hasn't lost any weight. He's even got bigger, I reckon. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know those shaping up that shit that he sells. Oh, oh good lord! Oh, yeah, We got money, Mike. Five thousand. Where's he from? Do you want him? Does he want to have a chat? Money, Mike. Five thousand. Is he on? Yeah, he's got his right. Now. Yeah, I'm muted. Yeah, how you doing, Money Mike? Here, I'm just gonna listen to you guys for a while. I'm on on the way home. It's kind of noisy out here, so I won't be able to talk. Money no, Mike, uh, is it true that you have some low interest personal loans that you want to talk about? Or no, like who the hell said that? <laughs> no, I, I'm just kidding no. around. I was, like, <laughs> was kind of ripping on your name there. <laughs> like five thousand dollars, low yeah, there interest <laughs> personal loans, uh, <laughs> payday loans, or whatever. No, I, just, uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't feel like procrastinating right now. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> like, what? Are, where are you calling from, by the way, real quick? Uh, San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio. All right, cool, man. Yeah, you. Yeah, you want to chime in or whatever? Feel free. Glad, glad right, you man. called in. Yeah. So, uh, got money, Mike. Five thousand. Got Rollo eleven. Got ounce of salt per day. Uh, pretty good call so far. Looks like I'm running kind of low on battery. Thought this would be an issue. So this is kind of a trial run on this particular setup. Probably need to look into getting like, uh, you, any of you guys know about, uh, like a battery you can plug into your phone, like an auxiliary battery that makes it, gives it more juice and makes it go longer. They have those around pretty cheap, don't they? I'm not a big 
haven't been in the past a very big cell phone either. I had cell phones before, but I just I never carried them around. I never uh, used them too much unless I was going on like a road trip. And then I'd have it plugged into the uh, cigarette lighter or what have you. So I didn't have power issues. But, uh, well, I don't have electricity in my house. That would probably be helpful. Celtic uh, Briney in the chat says, is Marcus Allen still around? Is he still around, Chris? I got a message from him last week or so. Uh-huh. And he he was saying that I he he was suggesting something to help me out with the uh WWW and I appreciate that by the way Marcus and uh yeah I got I did end up uh putting a work around on that into the uh redirectionals and the uh HTTP MP3 P MPCs and all that. Oh, low power mode. Oh my. 20% of battery remaining. So, yeah, looks like uh, we might have to cut it, cut it a little bit short. Uh, well, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for taking uh, ounce of salt. We, lo- we, we love Frank. Frank's he's, just, he's such a lovable guy. Just, well, I can't wait to meet him one day. Give him a big hug. Why don't you all meet? Because you're in the same continent. <laughs> Why don't you go oh, to meet well, at Port Arthur? I'm coming up to Sydney this weekend. Come down. Come down from yeah. Newcastle. Uh, actually, um, I'm looking to hook up with uh, a fellow called uh, Rick, who's over at uh, Fakeologist. Well, he was, but we're in, we're in um, Delcroix's pub. And so come and, if, if you can get an invite in there, come and join us in there. And, uh, yeah. But I really do appreciate you, Chris, and all the work you do, and uh, I'm glad those vegans didn't mess you up too bad. <laughs> uh, I don't think they're much of a threat. No. <laughs> um, they like to talk shit, but they'll talk a <laughs> lot of right. shit to each other, too. It's pretty weird. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think Patricia I, Steer and Mark Sargent and that. It, that whole flat earth thing is just like, um, uh, just a, a save NASA, because we all know NASA is... NASA's a spent force, and that and that guy um, uh, Leon Musk spent force. They're they're, they're busted. <laughs> they've got no chance. Yeah, I think they've had mild success with the flat Earth campaign, mm-hmm. uh, but not too much. Not probably not as much as they were hoping. I don't know, but it, no, it's a, it's. I think it was effective as far as the average uh, slave unit goes. Mm-hmm. I mean. People will uh, conveniently latch onto that to dismiss mm-hmm. uh, criticisms of NASA yeah. and their fake yeah. effery just, going yeah, on. It's the new conspiracy theory. Oh, yes. yeah, you're right. You're flat earther. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's pretty. Uh, I mean, it's pretty, pretty standard, probably technique. Yeah. I don't. I mean. That's like uh, what guilt by association, putting the well, discredit, setting discredit up a red herring, a straw discredit, man, yeah, yeah, set up a straw yeah. man, knock it down, you bet, and uh, pretty, pretty basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really catch on to it real early on, but after a while, it kind of became pretty glaringly apparent. 
it's kind of like a yeah this is definitely a campaign and it's orchestrated and uh yeah getting too much traction too fast for it to be organic well, to, um, to me the way i look at it in a simple terminology is the school bully you know when you you see these bullies and government is a bully you know, because they disarmed Australia with the old uh, Martin Bryant uh, psyop back in 1996. Yeah, and the only thing that keeps us real free in America is everybody having guns. So um, you got to, you guys have got to hang on to your guns, and uh, and as long as you don't point them at each other and shoot each other, uh, you're fine. In Australia, we we've, we've been denackered. We've had our balls cut off. You know, to use a crude vernacular, uh, vernacular. Um, you know, when you chop a dog's balls off, you know, you're, yeah, it's just people like your good self, people like um, John Adams, who's well-read and uh, he needs to um, keep doing what he's doing. Uh, salty boy, I know he's attached himself to Dallas Goldberg and Dave J. Uh, he's still got a good heart, I'm sure of it. And uh, yeah, if you guys can just... Uh, yeah, as long as we keep talking, and uh, just don't let the bastards grind you down. It's just a simple term. That will be my quote for the day. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good one. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Yeah. I guess I yeah. should kind of get around to kind of. Cheers. All right. Bye bye. All right. Thanks, Rolla. Here. Get around to. All right, commence to close up shop here because, yeah, batteries dropping, dropping, dropping. I don't know what's eating up so much battery. I don't know. I guess the batteries don't last very long on these phones. It's just a constant, constant thing with these things. But, uh, yeah, I guess it's doing a lot of computing and whatnot, and it's... uh, warm on the back yeah kind of processing yeah it's chewing up battery whatever it's doing so I got a call and I got a browser open I'm not browsing the internet I just got this other application on yeah okay got a Skype message El Ligador yeah thanks man uh, you can get yourself a power bank. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to look at that. Look at the power bank. Yeah, see, it's another thing to buy. I just spent money on the program, the plan. But anyway, I had to do that. And, uh, yeah, does anybody else want to chime in before we bring this session to a close? So what did we talk about? Uh, yeah, different things um, of interest. What did we learn? I think uh, it's always a process. And this is kind of an ongoing sort of one long extended conversation if you kind of piece it all together. Going back, what, uh, since 2011? 2011 2011 is that right wow doesn't even make sense 
I think that's true. 2011. But, uh, oh, I see K-Mod popped in here. Pop a cat there. Plavia. And CFL moved to Colorado. Uh, Celtic Brony. Uh, popped in. Thanks, y'all, for coming out. And this is Hoaxbusters Call. Check out hoaxbusterscall.com. It's back up and operational. I don't know about the YouTube channel. I don't know if I'm going to... I don't think I'll create another YouTube channel. Not on YouTube. Uh, So, yeah. Check out uh, hoaxbusterscall.com. Thanks, everybody that called in. And uh, maybe we'll have a call with John during the week, maybe. Not sure, but uh, keep checking. And thanks for tuning in. Y'all have a good night. And uh, take care. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.